Hey, Hussein Talib here, founder of SuccessGrid.com and the host of the SuccessGrid podcast. This is the podcast for you to raise your standards for your business and for your life. As human beings, we all share certain basic wants and needs. We have the need for food, water, shelter, safety, love, respect, and self-esteem. We all share an inbuilt tendency. As Freud said, to want to move away from pain and towards pleasure. This tendency is part of the human condition for our good, for our own good. It keeps us away from harm and generally helps us to make good choices. Most people settle for pursuing a career that satisfies these basic human wants and needs and never really think beyond them to what their life could be about. When it really came down to it, I finally realized that I needed to look within to discover my own purpose and once I had found what it was I then be- and then it became possible to dedicate myself to fulfilling that so my message to you is simple it is time for you to wake up it is time for you to start thinking of your life in a different way it is time for you to fulfill your dream whatever that may be that is why you are here on this planet right now By finding and fulfilling your own unique purpose in life, you will be living your life to its fullest. It is my hope that you will begin to see yourself as a special person with a truly unique purpose in life because that is the truth. What are you doing with your life? Would you say you are living your dream or are you living from hand to mouth, making the best of things, just getting to the next week, what we might call existing rather than living? If you are living your dream, then well done. You are truly on the road to success. If you are not living your dream, or even if you are, or if you don't even have a dream at this present, then do not despair. I am going to help you to find your dream, develop it, and then actually achieve it. To live a truly successful life, you do need to first have a dream. As Carl Sandburg, American historian, poet, and novelist put it, nothing happens unless first a dream. If you think about it, nothing at all now exists within our experience or physical reality that did not first exist in the mind of the person who made it or brought it into being. In all cases, everything is created twice. The physical creation follows the mental creation. To succeed, you must have a dream or may prefer to call it a vision and you must completely commit yourself to it. It's fulfillment. That is the essence of the mental creation. Here is one of the real secrets of success. You should dream big dreams because you can have anything you want. Read the statement again and let it really sink in. Because it is true that you can have anything you want. You can be anything you want to be. And you can do anything you want to do. 
this may at first seem a bit self-indulgent to you, but your deepest desires constitute a strong indicator of your own life purpose. What does it mean to commit yourself to your dream? To illustrate, let me tell you a little, a little story about Charles Lindenberg. You know, of course, who he was. He was the first person to fly the Atlantic solo, non-stop all the way to Paris. An incredible story, which he eventually accomplished in May 1927. He used to dream of flying the Atlantic during his long-haul flights delivering mail. Once he had imagined the possibility of being the first person to do this, he completely committed himself to its achievement overcoming all kinds of setbacks. He did not allow negative opinions of the doubters who surrounded him to influence him. When he was unable to purchase the single aircraft in existence that he calculated would be capable of making that momentous journey, he had his own airplane designed and built. He did not have money, but he got a group of St. Louis businessmen to sponsor him. That's why the plane was called the Spirit of St. Louis. Once you have your dream, you too need to demonstrate that kind of resolve and let me tell you, you are capable of it. It requires you to take actions that are congruent with your wishes in order to translate them into reality. But the first step is to have that dream, your own dream, not anyone else's idea about what it is best for you in life, and then absolutely commit yourself to its achievement. Once you have committed yourself to achieving your dream, you should begin to notice something rather odd starting to happen in your life. The universe actually begins to help you achieve it. You just need to be open-minded. That is it. You need to be ready and willing to receive what the universe has, has in store for you. Some people call this principle the law of attraction. You might prefer to say it God or grace, whatever it is that you see bigger than yourself. But whatever you call it, it is quite true that you will absolutely set in motion unseen forces, which will definitely assist you with the manifestation of your dream. People, events, circumstances will be drawn to you that will actually assist you in the achievement of your dream. You can probably only fully accept this truth when you experience it for yourself. And once you have committed to your dream, you will begin to experience it things will start to happen. They may seem like coincidences at first, but you are now living in an altered reality as an example of this principle in action. Let's take a brief look at the true story of Roddy Rotterger. You may know that Roddy had a dream. His dream, now the subject of a truly inspiring movie, was to play football for Notre Dame. Everyone told him it couldn't be done. But this is how the universe helped him to achieve his dream. When he was 22 years old, a friend brought him to a Notre Dame jacket for his birthday. When he presented it to Rudy, he commented, Rudy, you were born to wear this jacket. This word somehow resonated with him and he resolved into it. There and then to do something about it. So he took a bus to South Bend, Indiana with the specific goal of meeting the Notre Dame championship football coach, Ara, to discuss the matter further. It turned out that Rudy needed to attend to his grades prior to ever being considered for Notre Dame, which he did by attending Holy Cross Junior College. With nowhere to live, he slept 
in the maintenance room and after numerous application and trials Rudy was finally accepted to, to Notre Dame and eventually made the football team Rudy was not really considered good enough to play for the team but he never missed a practice match and was there suited up during the final game of his senior year now many people in the crowd knew of Rudy's goal to play for the team and in the final minutes of the last game the crowd started chanting Rudy, Rudy, Rudy coach Dan Devine was so moved that he put him into the game in the last 27 seconds and in the final play he sacked the quarterback Rudy was then carried off the field in trumpet on the shoulders of his teammates when you carry your own dream within you will be able to touch the hearts and minds of other people around you in much the same way and it is truly wonderful and, and uplifting experience when you find out for yourself that the universe does indeed help you to achieve your goal think of it like this if having a dream and committing to its ultimate achievement is something like plotting your final destination ahead of an exciting journey then persistence is rather like the engine you need in order to get there persistence is what drives you on and takes you to the next step in your journey persistence is what prevents you from getting discouraged by what may have happened in the past persistence is where the rubber meets the road here's a story of unknown origin that perfectly illustrates what persistence is all about there was a certain young man who went to meet a famous guru to ask the question which way is success the wise old man did not speak instead he pointed to some place far off in the distance the man delighted at the thought of quick success took off in the appropriate direction but suddenly there was a loud noise a kind of splat eventually the man staggered back surprised him and a bit bruised too assuming he must have misunderstood the message he repeated the question the guru again pointed silently in the same direction the man walked away once more and after a little time there was nothing another loud noise when the man crawled back he was stunned hurt and angry hey he shouted to the guru i asked you which way is success i followed your directions and all i got was flat will you quit all of this pointing and talk only then did the wise old man speak and what he said was this success is that way my friend but it is a little further translating your dream into a plan and then constantly taking actions each and every day that move you in the direction of your goal is what will get you there in the end no matter how big your goal you can get there if you will keep your destination in mind and then continually take action that move you toward the goal when you meet an obstacle persistence determines what you will do whether you will give up or keep going persistence is what gets you back on your feet dust down and ready to go again you need to notice what is working and what is not working and be prepared to change your approach in order to get what you want that is the essence of flexibility a wise person once said if you always do what you have always done you will always get what you have always got that is a wonderfully true statement in other words if you continue doing exactly what you are doing now then don't be surprised when you don't see any change in your results
it is a low of cause and effect in operation. The results you are now getting the effects are the product of the causes efforts you have to set in motion sometimes in the past. To get greater benefits in the future, you need to change what you are doing in the present in order to produce them. While persistence is important quality, persistence without flexibility can indeed be useless because without some flexibility in your approach, you could end up trying to move an immovable object for the rest of your life. The willingness to constantly change what we are doing and to also demonstrate persistence is, got to, is what gets you and gets us around seemingly invincible obstacles. So notice exactly what is working for you and notice what is not. Change your approach in some ways. You will need to brainstorm various approaches. Then continue to observe. By continually changing your approach and finding what works and what doesn't, you will literally become unstoppable. As an example, consider a story of Kevin Keegan, a famous English footballer. Kevin was told that he would never become a footballer because he was not talented enough, he was not strong enough and he was too small. It would have been easy enough for him to just give up after all. These people telling him he would never make it, we're all professionals. Surely they should have known what they were talking about. What did Kevin actually do? Well, there was some, well, there was nothing he could do about it, his height. So he worked on what he could. He worked on his physique until he built a strong powerful frame and he also worked on his basic ball skills. After several tryouts, he was eventually signed as an apprentice for Scunthorpe United in 1967. He became a professional footballer 12 months later and in 1971 moved to Liverpool FC where he played on the winning team in the FA Cup in 1974 the European Cup in 1977 and the UEFA Cup in 1973 and 76 and the Football League in 1973 and 1977. Kevin became the captain of England winning 63 caps between 1972 and, and 1982 and he became European Footballer of the Year in 1978 and 79. He did it all by being flexible in his approach, persistent in the face of unfavorable odds. What about all the people who tried and tried but still never made it? Kevin would also have just been another statistic along with the rest of them if he had not demonstrated these qualities. Kevin was a winner and you too can become a winner. If you really want success in whatever field of endeavor you are pursuing, you can have, you can have it. Yes, you can. But you need to be prepared to work for it, to do whatever it takes. Finding out and then doing whatever it takes is the quality of flexibility. There will be many people who will tell you that you will never or simply cannot achieve your dream. They are the 80% of people who once had a dream but now settle for something less. They are the children who once stood in the line at school believing they one day become pilots, doctors, actors, singers. But their experience of life gradually ground them down and their dreams were reluctantly put away. Those dreams still live somewhere, deep down within their hearts, but they no longer believe they can achieve it. First, your parents worked on them, questioning abilities, doubting your chances, and telling you that 
They once had the same dreams. Your parents told you that you needed to grow up, be more responsible, and life would work out just fine. Then your teachers worked on them, saying that we all have such ambitions. But in the real world, you needed a trade, a job, a career. And that life had so few of these exciting opportunities. They ingrained the attitude of the scarcity mentality into your mind rather than the abundance mentality. They told you that there just wasn't enough good stuff to go around. Finally, friends worked on them as they also settled for the job on offer. They questioned what was so wrong with being a salesperson, a plumber, a secretary. The world needed these trades. People also do it. And there was nothing wrong with making an honest living by providing these services. That was how gradually their beliefs about the world were changed and they became to believe it and would not be possible to reach the height they had once dreamed of. And so they made their decision to settle for less, much less. After all this negative conditioning, only a few of those pilots in the making believed they can still learn to fly aircraft. Only if those singers still believed they were destined to sing. Many people had their dream literally strangled out of them. And when you are once again ready to pursue what is in your heart, you need to be aware that you are still not immune to this negative conditioning. There will be always people ready to tell you, you why, what is you are doing, and what to do about it is hopeless. But do you know of the work of Masuru Emoto, the scientist who freezes water and takes photographs of its crystal structure. Well, I don't think you could get a more powerful demonstration of the power of faith to impact our physical reality. He was, he has tried a number of experiments which really challenged our unconventional ideas about the power of our thoughts. Amongst other things, he found that water which was frozen when offered a prayer form formed better more perfect crystals than water when was cursed before freezing. It sounds bizarre, doesn't it? But if our thoughts can do that to water, imagine what they can do to us. We are, after all, 75% water. If your thoughts are positive, affirmative, and full of faith, then they are transformational. You become literally changed and therefore better able to achieve your purpose, the goal that other people don't think you can possibly achieve. That's why you need faith, a deep down belief that regardless of the evidence, you are going to make it. You are going to achieve what you have set out to accomplish. You are going to make a difference. Attitude affects so many things in life. Salespeople are told they must maintain a positive mental attitude because it ultimately affects their sales. Sales sports people are told to cultivate a winner's attitude because it affects their performance. The laws of success tell us to cultivate a grateful attitude by but why should thankfulness affect our success it may be difficult at first to see exactly how thankfulness or gratitude can be such an important key to your success but by keeping and to maintain an attitude of gratitude you are indeed tapping into the timeless law of success thankfulness is fundamentally related to positivity and negativity it is so much easier to be positive about your life and the things that are going on it right now when you are grateful as aw dozer once com commented a thankful heart cannot be cynical the workplace is full 
of people who are cynical ready to run the company down run the boss down and run the industry down and do you know something they can and will always produce the evidence that supports their beliefs such people are always also employing the law of success but by talking about what they do not like they are using the principles to attract what they don't want their reality simply reinforces their views about the company the boss the industry and whatever else has been the subject of their negativity on the other hand having an attitude of gratitude back your general outlook on life and people generally will prefer to work with happy cheerful grateful people than miserable downcast merchant of doom and gloom as a consequence truly grateful people literally attract opportunities that others miss or even possibly repel to help acquire this positive attitude consider the idea of keeping a gratitude journal would you every day for a period for of one month be prepared to actually write down all the things for which you are grateful for you know count your blessings and the way you were thought taught as a child what you do think about how the results of engagement in such an exercise consider the results of this scientific study into the subject two psychologists McClough and Emmons conducted a study on the subject of gratitude and thanksgiving in a study three different groups of people were required to keep a daily journal the first group kept a simple diary of all the events that occurred during the day the second group kept a record of only their unpleasant diary experiences the final group made a daily list of everything for which they were grateful for i.e. they kept the gratitude journal the result of this amazing study suggested that the exercise of daily gratitude resulted in higher level of alertness enthusiasm determination optimism and energy so let it really sink in a grateful heart cannot be cynical gratitude is a fundamental to maintaining an optimistic outlook the exercise of thankfulness activates the law of attraction additionally the gratitude group experienced less depression and stress and they were more likely to get involved in helping others they also exercised more regularly and made more progress towards their personal goals isn't it that amazing just by keeping a gratitude journal the study suggests they were able to positively impact their chances of achieving their goals thankfulness is an attitude and an important key to success it is an attitude we all need to learn to acquire especially when we feel we are in difficult circumstances so make sure you learn to be grateful it is impossible to think about passion without reference to the heart deep within your heart there is a desire the pursuit of which will bring you all the happiness success and fulfillment you really want to find your passion is to identify your own unique purpose in life to live your passion is to achieve the deepest desire of your heart you can achieve whatever you want you can be the person you were meant to be and you can really live the life of your dreams those are bold statements but they are true and more and more people are discovering this wonderful truth for them themselves but it is this indeed true then why it is that so many people we think a figure about of 80% are pursuing jobs careers they don't really care about for our parents and grandparents growing up in a world with competitive few opportunities it is true to say that these lives 
were consumed with the whole business of making a living, looking after what Ibn Hamaslu called the psychological and social needs. They worked hard and never really enjoyed the luxury of considering what might be termed as high needs of the human condition. Many people in today's workplace are indeed seeking to reach higher and often people think they have reached their peak when they have started to meet their esteem needs. That is the basic human need for respect, recognition, responsibility. For many people, this means pursuing an interesting career rather than just getting a job. However, for very many people, there is still an inner emptiness. Often this emptiness is experienced more starkly when they have actually become successful in their chosen career. They start to wonder exactly what life has been about. Trapping of success, promotion, automobiles and house did not bring about the happiness they anticipated. This is consequence as Stephen Covey puts it of climbing the ladder of success only to find when they reached the top that all along the ladder had been leaning against the wrong wall. To really achieve success in life, you must be bold enough to go even higher to consider what Maslow called self-actualization. This means becoming the person you were meant to be and living the life you were meant to live. Only by doing this can you possibly hope to find the true success you really desire. You are a truly a unique person. You can tell this simply by taking a moment or two to look at your thumbnail print. Do that now. Go on. Humor me please. Take a look at your thumbnail print and know this. You are the only person who has ever lived. Who had, has had that thumbnail print. Isn't it that, that just amazing? In fact, it is even more amazing that, the, that because it is, turns out you are the only person who will ever have that thumbnail print. So you already know in your heart that you are unique, but also know that this uniqueness extends to its, to your purpose in life. You are called to achieve something significant. With your life, do not make the mistake of believing that life holds no purpose for you. Remember that you are here for once and only once. This is your life right now. So make sure you find the courage to live the life you were born to live. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Success Grid Podcast. See you in the next episode.